Okay, on today's 30-minute music marketing deep dive session, how to approach festivals for a slot. How on earth do you do it? We're going to find out. Cue title sequence. 30-minute music marketing for musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Hi, I'm Greg. Hello, I'm Sheldon, and this is 30 Minute Music Marketing, the show for independent artists and DIY musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. And uh, we're going to go for a deep dive on just one topic today, Greg. Okay. It's all about festivals. Festivals are good. We like festivals, both, you know, going to them as, as customers, as, as you've done fairly recently. I actually, yes, I went <laughs> to a festival as a customer. And it, it, it's it, a very different experience. Being I won't behind lie. The, the the other side, the customer facing side, rather than being backstage as as we normally are. I know which I prefer. What, I a, what an experience it was for you. It was. I did a lot of walking. So, um, if you're in a band or you're an artist and you want to get on at a festival and you don't have the necessary contacts, how on earth? Do you go about doing that? That's basically what we're uh, going to try and uh, talk and about, explore today. about <clears throat> today. So I think what we need to do is first is to, is to try and put things into context. And if you are uh, trying to uh, book a festival, I think it's, it's it's important to know how festivals sort of work and you know who books them, as it were. Well, different sizes of festivals, I would say, are run sort of differently. If if it's a small festival then there's either going to be a proprietor or maybe a, a small sort of team. And it's their job to do everything from booking the acts to booking the stage and, and booking the PA, that, that sort of thing. Yeah. So in terms of the person you need to approach or persons, it's just going to be that sort of small team. What happens then is it, as, as a festival sort of gets bigger, probably what's going to happen is more stages come into play. And it may well be that those particular owners... Uh, book for that particular stage, or it may well be that at that particular stage, the booking for that stage is possibly farmed out to someone else. And what happens is sometimes is if if there's an additional stage, it might be a different sort of type of music, and maybe that's a different style of music than what the you know the proprietors or the owners are maybe knowledgeable in. Yeah. Or it may well be that if it's a if it's a smaller sort of local music scene. Then they might go. Well, I, I don't I'd necessarily have that much of a you know a finger on the pulse of the local sort of scene. So that might be farmed off to a to of a local music promoter who knows you know what bands and artists are popping, okay. as it were. So so that sort of might happen. When you get to sort of more uh, medium sort of sized festivals, it may well be that there is a dedicated booker involved. And what will happen is the people who own the festival, they will maybe have a wish list of people that they might necessarily like. There are booking agents who will be contacting festival bookers specifically saying, right, well, if you're trying to book for next year, these are the artists that will be on tour. These are the, you know, the, the ones that will be available. Maybe they've got new albums dropping and they'll be looking yeah. to promote that and, and promote themselves. And it's the, the, the full-time job of the booker to liaise and go back and forth and deal with budgets and, and requests and what have you. Yeah. So the, so the person you'd be contacting there, and obviously the people who own the festival, they'll have a wish list, mm -hmm. but if you were an independent person trying to contact uh, that particular festival for a slot, it's, it's the particular festival booker 
who will probably book all the, the main sort of, you know, the, the main acts. Yeah. Maybe not the, the specialist sort of dance acts, that, that, that sort of thing. So is there anything that, can you do anything wrong in this thing? Is there anything that you shouldn't do? Well, it's, it's funny to say that the first thing I would do is, did you actually read that off the... Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny. I, I didn't know whether you'd reach that in, in, in a natural sort of conclusion. Uh, what, what I would... Acting, dear. There's nothing, uh, there's nothing worse than you, I would say, going to that particular festival's website and clicking on the contact details and getting through to the info at whatever the festival website is, yeah. .com or .co.uk and going... Oh, I'm in a band, me, and chance I can get on. Or potentially uh, DMing them on the Instas or uh, inboxing on any other social networks, doing that sort of thing. The reason being is that the, those particular accounts will be handled normally by the social media intern or someone of, of a similar sort of capacity. And whoever is actually doing the booking will be logistically, they'll be, you know, they'll be a long distance away from reaching that. So it's a bit like you emailing Virgin Trains and going, oh, I know your boss is Richard Branson, right? Uh, I've got this fantastic idea for it. It's like, you wouldn't do that. So don't, don't do that if you're trying to get yourself booked on a festival. That's not necessarily the way to do it what we've really got to do is we've but got then to... and yeah but you have put here unless it's really small then you will have to yeah, well, yeah but the chat even if it's a really small festival it's almost like if you're coming through that particular way it almost shows that you don't know what you're doing yeah and your inquiry will be treated with a certain amount of disdain so first you're, impressions you're almost count. very much so and you're almost you know you're trying to come across, across as a professional if you do it like that in some respects you've already proven yourself to be a little bit of an amateur. And then, unfortunately, first impressions will be if you can't get this part right, you're not going to be very good. Yeah. Yeah. So first off, I mean, it may well be that, you know, th there are plenty of festivals out there that are suitable for yourself and your type of music, but you don't even know who they are. So you've got to do a little bit of research. And I, I did this myself before I uh, came out to uh, record our... Uh, I will show uh, this morning. I had typed into Google, I typed in, obviously we're based in the UK, so I just typed in UK music festivals to begin my research. Quite session. simple keywords there. Quite simple keywords and th the things that were brought up, th the most um, pertinent thing that, that came up was a Wikipedia entry for list of music festivals in the United Kiss Kingdom. Brilliant. Uh, that really, you really can't get any simpler than it, that, can no, you? It's amazing, it's amazing what you can do when you type things into Google. I typed into uh, It's almost Google. like you don't have to think for yourself. I know. I typed in festival listings. And amongst one of the things that I got was a website, uh, which is obviously a UK-based one, uh, called efestivals.co.uk. I have heard of that. And that lists all the, you know, small to medium to large Did festivals. it even list Burton Woodstock? I, I don't know whether it went it went down as, uh, as, as, as far small as, that. as that. But I mean, this is it. If you do a little bit of research, rather than having to do all the research yourself, there will be other resources and other websites that might have done all this for you, just so you know where to look. I also typed in Independent Music Festivals UK as a, you know, just as a, again, Did it come up with words. any different results? Um, yeah, you know, but just just typing UK music festivals, independent music festivals, festival listings, those are the sorts of, like you say, keywords that, that you can use as starting slash branching points 
to try and uh, get a list of festivals that obviously you then go to the website, see if what they do is appropriate for what you do, whether they've maybe got you know one particular stage where you think, oh, right, yeah, I might fit the bill there. And if so, then you need to you know either use a Word document or an Excel sort of spreadsheet collating all you know all the relevant information for people that you need to go onto the next stage with. So you've been talking about doing your research, so obviously this requires possibly some stages. So the first stage you put here is the long game. The long game, Please right. explain. If you've got all these details of all these festivals that you think might be suitable for you, the, the long game is, right, well, you need to follow them on their appropriate uh, social media networks. Generally, what happens is pretty much as soon as a festival is finished, this festival, Booker or whoever runs the festival, they'll be looking to secure their headliners for next year. And what happens is a festival programmer or Booker will start right at the top, as in these are the people that we want first, and then they will work their way sort of down. And once, once it gets to maybe six, five, four months, before the actual festival date, then they're, they're basically looking at, right, who else are we gonna get to try and sort of fill our lineup? So in other words, all the important acts have been secured. Now let's maybe start to think about the, the ones that we can use to pad out the bill, as it were. Do they ever forget, Sheldon? Uh, best, not, best not to go into that. So what they will, what most festivals, I would say most medium, to small festivals will do is they will put out uh, an open call to acts to say, do you want to play this festival? And they will they will have they will there will come a point where they will have a, a page on their website or you know a specific form say if you want to play this particular festival fill out here you know SoundCloud here YouTube link there so it, it's almost a case of if you can find out which festivals would be suitable for you if you can wait until the next year of that particular festival, yeah. chances are that they will they will pretty much go, right, we're open to applications, you apply now, you've just got to almost like wait your so, turn. A quick question because you know our viewers, even the ones in the States, are gonna know Glastonbury Music Festival. Do they do the same as well? They they run, they, they, run a, they run a tight right. The thing about Glastonbury is Glastonbury is... Because the reason I bring that up is right. because it's the one that everybody okay, goes on so, about. Okay, so Emily Evis, she she books programmes for the Pyramid stage and I think maybe the other stage as well. What Glastonbury is, in addition to that, is there are about 12 other individual promoters. and really? individual Yes, that many. Wow. Who look after all those other areas. And so those 12 different sets of people are responsible for booking all those other acts. Emily Evis hasn't got an idea as to pretty much who else, whoever's playing Glastonbury. She'll she just will, focus she get, on her yes, job. she will just get told. It's like, oh, we're booked so-and-so. Again, because one person can't have a, an encyclopedic knowledge of world music or, and right. who's... Tra it, it's, like, it, it's an impossible task for just one sort of person. So that's that. So yeah, I think Glastonbury run one particular competition where they, you know, they're open to applications, and I think you might there might be one particular slot. Okay. So you, so is that's that the, what you did? Because you played it a couple of times. No, no, no. We've, you know, we got in through those individual sort of right. Promoters. Okay. Right. Fair enough. So that is the long game. So it does take a bit of preparation, doesn't it? 
bit of preparation and, a bit, and of a, a bit of time and a bit of patience and just it's almost like just wait your turn until the time comes when they're actually looking for uh, looking for people dare I say to, to fill up the bill and you know if you apply like that you you probably won't get paid anything but what will probably happen is you know you might get some free tickets that sort of thing you might even get a small rider. You might even get some beers backstage. How nice would that be? So, right, next one, obviously you're going from the long game to stage two. So information is key. What we need to do is, in order to contact the people who book the said festival, you need to try and find the name. So it's a, a bit of Googling, Greg. So what I would do is, and I've done this myself. Where would we be without Google? Where would we be indeed? Or any other search from, engine. From the dog pile. It was one of those search engines that, that searched lots of other search engines. No. No, it's back it, in the day. Does it still exist? I, I don't think I so. I can remember Netscape. That's about as far back as if I can go. If you probably typed dogpile into the internet, there's probably something terrible would come up. So what I would do is I would search Nemi Festival and then Booker and use that as right. a search term. Again, or, quite simple keywords. Quite, quite simple. Nemi Festival or, or Programmer. So, again, different You've terminology. You've even put talent buyer. Talent buyer for our, friends, for our friends in America. They oh, I was going to say, I haven't heard the that phrase That's because you're not as you know, internationally uh, you know, renowned. You're just so cosmopolitan, well as myself. And, you know, to see if you can get any names. Another thing to try is uh, if you're on LinkedIn, everyone should be on LinkedIn, by the way. Really? Yeah. Even musicians? Yeah. Are you saying that I need a LinkedIn profile? Oh, you need a LinkedIn profile, Greg. That's something else I've got to do. Oh, I know. It's something else to keep. And it's, it's got a news feed as well. Has it? Yeah. Do you need an up-to-date photo, or can I just edit the out of one? Well, just put the uh, <laughs> just put the the fake ones that you normally put on the internet. <laughs> oh, here's here's me at a music festival. My face has suddenly been removed of uh, all its lines and and crevices. It's Botox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, LinkedIn. Type in the in fact, just type in the name of the festival and just see who might particular pop up. I really didn't think that they would be on Booktin. I thought that that would be just more for your kind of off... You well, know, the thing, your, thing you've got... Real jobs. The so thing you've it. got to remember is a lot of the people who work in the festival industry are self-employed. Right, So yeah. they will be on LinkedIn. They will possibly have their own websites, which is one of the ways that you can do it. So, yeah, so, again, so if, if you're in the biz, if you're trying to make a name for yourself, if you're trying to, you know earn revenue for music in any way in the same way that your business has a website if you are if you yourself are a business then chances are there is a way of trying to get get hold of you so in if this particular case hopefully this has come up uh, trumps and you found the name of a you know particular person and the idea then is that you might necessarily have only just found the name and then what you do is you type in the name of that person maybe the festival or maybe their sort of title and you use the term email as well you know right. it's a it's a it's a lot of work but having done this, this is what everybody wants having done yeah i mean yeah if, if you if you actually want to do something and you know if it, if you really do want it then you know, not everything is easy something will re require a bit of work. Unfortunately, if it really was that easy, you'd be doing it already. Yeah, and uh, as, as I say, I've done this myself, A, as an exercise, and B, to try and get uh, more festival contacts for my own band for next year. And I say that in a good, you know, in, in terms of maybe not necessarily the, the right person to 
to speak to, but I've, in in I'd say over fifty percent of cases, I've got a good strong lead because sometimes you fire off an email and just say, oh, I don't, you know, sometimes I'd start emails and just say, I'm not sure if you're necessarily the right person to speak to, but bang, bing, bang, bong. Right. Okay. So you've now gone on to insider information. Insider information. I mean, obviously what you're talking about is insider information because you've already done it. Y yes. But how can we if, if you're trying to play a festival and you know someone who's played that festival before, it's fairly easy to send them an email and just go, oh, right, you know, you played this festival. I'd like to get on it. Who did you, who were you liaising with when you were booked? And that is something that I've done my, I've swapped contact, you know, it's almost a bit like, I can give you the, the, the booker for XYZ festival, but I see you've played, you know, so it's a, a, ABC a, an exchange yes. of uh, an exchange of contact details, and sometimes it may well be that even if you don't necessarily know the person, you can have a look on that festival poster for maybe last year or the year before. Have a look at the you know, try and find bands that are maybe of a similar size to yourself. You don't just don't don't go to Ed Sheeran's Facebook page and go, Ed, uh, I saw you play Glastonbury the other year. You wouldn't have Emily Emis. Yeah, that's that's not going to. But again, a band. You've got to be realistic artist, in your expectations. Yes, of a similar sort of size of yourself. What harm can there be just by going? I saw you play X Y Z festival uh, last year or the other year. Uh, I'd love. I'd love to play there as well. Love your music, by the way. Um, yeah, always pay a compliment. You know, any any chance you could uh, possibly uh, slip us the the, the, the email of uh, the person who booked you? And the worst they can say is no. If you don't ask, you don't find out. Exactly. So, Sheldon, we've got this information. Yep. What on earth do I put in the email? So you're sending an email, so you go, hi, we're, I don't know, Derek and the Dominoes, or whatever, or this is me. I'd love to play your festival. I'd maybe send them a YouTube link. Here's some, here's footage of us playing live. I wouldn't necessarily send them a SoundCloud or a Spotify link for the simple reason that really what they want to see is they want to see the gods in action. They don't want to hear, well, I mean, ultimately they need to see and I mean, hear. P yeah, people like you, you know, who run a studio, you can make even average people sound really sort of god. So I don't, you know, if I'm running a festival, I don't, I don't want to see what is basically an artificial representation. Yeah, you want to of, see the real a, deal. A musical performance, right? Yeah. So if you play, so again, you're really kind of re-emphasizing the importance of video. Yes, for someone who he's, he's, happens to do video. Yes, don't worry. This this isn't actually actually, actually plug. This is this is us trying to re-emphasize the important points. If you've played uh, certain festivals before, or a number of festivals, or even a high-profile festival before, stick that down again. It's sort of proofing as to um, you're authenticating to your, yeah, yourself, your you? your capabilities. If you've if you've uh, recently played. Um, any particular towns or cities, or you're on tour, or you've just come off tour, you know, if you've basically established yourself as, as a touring act, put that sort of information in there. They just sign off and just say, uh, you know, hope you, hope you like this, and hopefully we'll hear from you soon. What I'd maybe do is, because that particular person might not necessarily be booking right now, it may well be a couple of weeks or months before they even start looking at it, Diary up, maybe contact them again in about sort of four weeks, six weeks, and just trying to get a response and either a yes or a no in any way, shape or form. Just just try and get an answer either way as to whether they've had a chance to uh, listen to it. And e again, even if 
they just say no, at least then you can... Uh, move on to the next. You can move on to the next. So you put here at the end, a final note of caution. Right, so here's me Please being... Please explain. ...being really optimistic and, you know, saying that... Of course if, I'm if, optimistic. If you've I got, you know, the, the, the owner of the booker's details <clears> and we contact them, then, you know, fingers crossed, we've got maybe a good chance of yeah. uh, having a fair crack at the whip. But just because you've got the booker's or the festival owner's contact details, that is no measure of potential success. There was a time, this is, this is quite a few years ago now, but um, it's, it's quite an interesting anecdote, that we were playing in London, my band was playing in London, and a, a radio presenter friend of ours brought along to our show the booker for the Reading and Leeds Festival. Right, okay. So... Did you know this? Beforehand, I can't remember now. I, I think I think I sort of did. So this radio presenter was doing us a favour, yeah, and was trying to get us booked on the Reading and Leeds Leeds Festival. And it just so happened because he's a national radio presenter, he knows everybody. So here was us thinking, oh, this is We're this is it, it lads. Main stage, Reading and Leeds. It's a dead cert. Dead cert. So yep. this this festival booker comes along. And, um, yeah, he didn't like us. Not to say that, you know, we, we were terrible. It's just like, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, can see, I can see what they're doing. It's just it's not, not for us. It's just not for us. So don't be too disheartened. But, it's, but, he, but really what I'm trying to say is, even though you might necessarily have the rights for the contact details, that isn't always going to be a, a measure that you will achieve success in your endeavours. But if you don't have that information then you definitely won't have a fair crack at the whip. And that's the thing, you know, you might not have got that festival, but you've played other big festivals. Oh, very, mu and, very much so. And they get it. So, you know, you can't please everybody all no. the time. So. But, 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 you know, like I say, if you are in the process of, of trying to uh, get on a particular bill, the one thing you do need is you need for your inquiry to get to the rights of the person. Hopefully with the information that we've provided here, you've got a fair crack at the whip in terms of doing your own research to find out who that particular person is and then making your inquiry and, uh, and cross your fingers. Or, uh, like I say, with the long game, just follow them on social media. In fact, uh, just as I was coming out, I noticed the... A musicians Union had uh, retreated because there's one particular festival. I think it might be one of these urban inner city festivals that yeah. happen later, you know, later on in uh, the late summer, autumn months. And it was just like, yeah, you know, applications to open uh, to play our particular festival are now open. And it's only when you come to realise, oh, really? It is. You know, it is. It can sometimes be as easy as that. And that's the thing. I mean, they're going to be using social media as much as as you are. Probably, well, more than likely, more and than you are. By <clears throat> by those festivals opening up apl applications to play, that's almost one way of, of promoting the the mm. festival in itself. So basically, you need to find use that list, find all of them, and follow their social medias. Because yep. I presume, as an example, are, when would Kendall Calling start marketing next year? How have they already started? They've already started. Right. They, they started the, the pretty much the day after the festival. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a 365-day operation in terms of marketing. Well, we hope you've liked today's deep dive. It might have gone slightly over 15 minutes, but it's a lot, a lot of useful Who cares? information. Who cares? Smash that subscribe button that is here. 
Tell a friend, tell a musician friend about the podcast. I'm sure they'll tell love any it friend. With, yeah, anybody. Tell tell your dog, get your dog listening. Yep, this one listens one, all one the time. Ex, one extra play count, it, it'll, it'll work. How wonders. is the Spotify doing? Um, it's, it's doing all right. It's doing better than the YouTube's. Yeah, which is a shame, really. Maybe it's our faces. I don't know. Maybe we just need to have a dog thing. Yes, or maybe yeah. it's uh, a deep, luxurious voices. There it, it is again. He's got a he's got a voice for radio, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, thanks for listening. Um, yeah, and we will see you next time. Take care. See you later. Bye.